Welcome to the Blue Fire Digital Network. Welcome to the Godly Fathers Podcast, a podcast for young dads trying to live a godly life and raise godly children. I'm your host, Morgan Monroe. Let's get into the dad life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Godly Fathers Podcast. Uh, We have something new going on here, which is that there is now video for this podcast. Uh, So if you are listening to this on Spotify, I don't remember where else we have this podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, if for whatever reason you want to scooch on over to YouTube, that is a thing now. We now have a YouTube channel, the Godly Fathers Podcast, and uh, we have all of our last uh, other our, bleh, our other episodes are up there now. And uh, so you, if you uh, missed a couple episodes, you can go back, watch those, catch up. And uh, yeah, from now on, we'll have video. Uh, as we've already found out, there is a downside to this. I don't have a lot of time for this podcast. I do it because I think it's, um, helpful for myself more than anything. It keeps me, um, on track to, you know, try to help me motive, stay motivated to be the best dad and the best husband that I can be. Um, it, it motivates me to stay in the word more. Um, so the downside of though is that adding video means that uh, I have to kind of rethink how I do it. Meaning, uh, if I slur my words a lot, or I get on a tangent, or have this long awkward pause where I'm having a big brain fart, normally I would just cut that out. Adding video does add time to me. Uh, editing and getting it out on time. And I also want to make sure that whatever comes out on YouTube is basically the same thing that it is on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. Uh, So you're going to get all of me now. Uh, You're going to get all the ums, the uhs, the buts, the long, awkward pauses. You're going to get all of that now. I don't, let me know if you guys like this. If you, if this doesn't matter at all, uh, I would go back to audio only. Uh, but I was kind of thinking about the fact that, I mean, obviously no one wants to see me, right? I'm an ugly person. Uh, I got a mess behind me. I have a gameplay series that I've been recording, uh, on my YouTube channel, Geek and Seek. And, um, so my office is just a mess all the time. So, It's not like anyone wants to see that, but you know, maybe sometimes we'll have a conversation where video is warranted. If we have a guest on the show, you can see them. Uh, If I'm talking about something specific, I can show you, I can show you video clips, I can show you pictures, whatever. There are potential situations down the road where having video might be nice. And then on top of the fact that just pretty much everyone has YouTube, you have to have a... I think you can just go on YouTube for the sake of going on YouTube. But even if I'm wrong in that, everyone has a Google account. Almost everyone's email is a Gmail. uh, And, you know, everyone has access to it. Not everyone has Apple Podcasts or uh, cares to use it. Not everyone has Spotify. Um, So 
it, it's also just an accessibility thing, uh, getting the podcast up on YouTube. So, yeah. That's where we're at now. <laughs> uh, so, if yeah, let, let me know. Uh, if you're on YouTube now, make sure you're subscribed. Uh, leave a comment down below if this is something that you'd care to keep going. I think it would be potentially a, a good thing to have us up here on YouTube in the future. Um, I don't remember what all we are going to be talking about today, if I'm being honest. We are talking about Halloween. I uh, clicked on my notes, and it made everything else go away, and I thought it stopped recording. It did not. We are talking about Halloween today. Uh, this episode, uh, I'm recording it October 30th, so the day before Halloween, and uh, Halloween will be the day before this uh, comes out. This is coming out November 1st. I believe. I don't know. I get my days mixed up. I don't have a calendar in my office anymore, so I should probably fix that. Uh, and I'm also going to try to keep this podcast on the shorter side because the World Championship for Magic the Gathering is going on right now, <laughs> and I need to go watch it. So, uh, yeah, I hope uh, hope this is a good conversation. We're going to keep it relatively short, but let's talk about Halloween. Do you guys like Halloween? I love Halloween. So, growing up... Uh, I probably had a similar story to what pretty much everyone else had. I would dress up uh, with my siblings and we would walk around the neighborhood getting candy, going door to door. It was a grand old time. Uh, it was a good excuse to have fun costumes uh, and just to make my siblings and I uh, uh, easier to keep track of. My parents would often uh, make us wear matching costumes. Not that we would have to be the same thing. But I remember there was one where uh, I have two other brothers, and we the three of us went as Three Musketeers. We did that one time. Uh, I feel like there's another time that we all specifically did matching something or others. But, you know, like, and our parents always went with us trick-or-treating. We, we never went very far. Uh, we usually, um, when we lived in the house that I lived in for the first, like, eight years that I lived here uh, in, in the Lawrence, Kansas area, uh, we pretty much just went in the like one, two block area around our house. And my parents were always with us, uh, trick or treating. We, we I don't remember us ever going out without them. Um, and then as far as like other Halloween experiences, uh, I think another big part of this is, um, horror movies, which is more of a recent thing for me. I've never been that big into, uh, horror movies. I've never been into that, much scary stuff and just in general. Um, I mean, I'm in a metal band. <laughs> so, I mean, to an extent, I'm kind of uh, familiarized and uh, drawn to uh, darker art forms in a sense, you know, or at least more raw and visceral. And um, But I've never been, like, into gore or anything. Like, I don't like that style of horror. I like, uh, I like a good scare. Um, but that's, uh, that's more of a recent thing. I, I wasn't like that growing up, growing up. I was terrified of Tim Burton, you know, <laughs> like I was, a you know, a, a common on all the time kid movie growing up for me was uh, nightmare before Christmas. Uh, no, it's not a Christmas movie. I stop saying that it's, uh, it, it scared the snot out of me as a kid. I, I don't think I ever watched it all the way through until I was probably 18, 19, something like that. Um, and it's crazy to me how, Many people of my generalist generation, people a couple years older than me, people a couple years younger than me, it's crazy to me how many people just adore that movie. But yeah, that's a little bit of 
background on uh, Halloween for me. Uh, I haven't obviously done trick-or-treating in a long time. I don't know what the normal cutoff age is for that. Um, but I probably stopped trick-or-treating when I was like 12. I maybe did when I was 13. I don't remember. And, and to be honest, I don't even really remember dressing up. I definitely remember going to a couple Halloween parties when I was like, uh, late high school, early college, something like that. But I don't specifically remember dressing up for it. (laughs) I just kind of remember going to hang out with my friends, you know, or going to see a movie, you know, it wasn't ever like a a dress up thing. And, uh, part of me kind of misses that because it's, it's fun. I mean, when else is it socially acceptable just to wear something else for the sake of wearing something else, like dress up like your favorite movie character or a comic book character, you know, uh, there's not a lot of other times that it's socially acceptable to just do that, you know? So anyways, I was thinking about the fact that, uh, this would be my daughter Maya's first Halloween. Uh, she is not here yet. Um, and I, really hope she doesn't come before Halloween. Uh, she is due November 12th, uh, which is, uh, two weeks, almost exactly from today. Um, as of the recording of this episode. So very soon. Um, but that's, you know, close enough from due date to where we are now that like, if she came early and this is kind of in that ballpark of, uh, possibility, Um, but at this point, I don't think she's coming to date her tomorrow. So her first Halloween, not this year, but I was kind of thinking about it, you know, uh, especially like last week, week before thinking about like dressing her up in some kind of costume. Uh, and I overheard my, my, uh, my mom and my wife talking about it the other day of a really funny for next Halloween, which will be her first Halloween uh, dressing her up like an old lady, you know, cause kids are, you know, just crawling around. They're kind of learning how to walk and we could get her like an old lady walker and like dress her up in like an old person wig. I just think that's hilarious. I think that's adorable. Uh, <laughs> so I'm kind of thinking about that, but that kind of trickled down into kind of the rest of what I want to talk about in this episode, which is Halloween for kids versus Halloween for adults. Um, when I say Halloween for adults, I think it, that kind of comes in varying degrees. Uh, yeah, there's the Halloween for adults, which is we're going to go out to the bar. We're going to dress up in our, our crazy costumes, and then we're going to leave a bowl out of candy for the kids who go trick-or-treating in our neighborhood, whatever. Uh, and then there's also just the kinds of people who just stay at home or they're going out with their kids or whatever, uh, which is obviously a very different uh, thing than for kids, right? kids, they are, uh, always pretty much always just going to dress up. They're going to get to go out trick or treating, whatever. Um, but I was, I was kind of thinking about how this specifically applies for media. Uh, not that this is specifically an episode about horror movies or anything like that, but that's something that's been on my mind a lot. Like a lot of horror movies are just so incredibly dark. And I feel like it's so easy for kids to access things and, you know, not, I mean, you can do your best, right? You can do your best to not keep a lot of horror movies in the house, uh, to limit your children's access to the internet. You can do all that stuff, but your friends are, your, your kids are going to have friends, excuse me. And you have little to no say in what's going on over there. Uh, or at least as far as you know. So like they could go over to their friend's house and watch a horror movie. So it's like, I was kind of thinking about the darkness that will just show up 
around this time of year for kids. I think all of us kind of have some kind of memory of being scared as kids. Maybe not necessarily from horror movies, because I didn't really watch horror movies until I was in high school, probably. Um, And it's not like a lot of my friends were into them. I had maybe one or two friends around that time who were into them. It was a lot less about that. It was a lot more that, you know, the TV would just be on and there would be a trailer for a horror movie and it would scare me. Or I would be out trick-or-treating and there'd be um, uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy, you know, uh, or uh, Jason or Freddy Krueger, you know, like the big baddies of horror. And they and that would scare me. And uh, some people, I, I don't... I think most people who do this don't do it out of malicious intent, but there are people who just do those things to pick on kids. Like they will, like they'll be dressed up, you know, as, you know, Michael Myers or whatever, and kids walking by and woo, you know, give them a good spook. I don't think, I think most people who do that kind of thing aren't doing it to be mean or malicious. They're just, you know, goofing around. Um, But, you know, we all kind of have that, that some kind of memory like that as kids. And I got to think, you know, (laughs) do I have any long-term psychological damage from any of that stuff? Probably not. Uh, Does it have any uh, influence on the album art that I like, the music I listen to? Probably not. Um, Because even now I like really dark, heavy metal kind of music, right? I still don't like slasher movies, you know, like I, uh, I still don't like the Saw movies, you know, uh, but what does this mean for the kids? You know, like, do we need to be, make sure this is something that I, that I specifically, do I need to make sure that's something that I'm aware of? I think that Halloween is just always going to be a time for people to use the excuse to be creepy and spooky. Um, and to an extent, you can only shelter your kids so much because then you're causing a new problem. You're causing the problem of uh, they're going to have the psychological damage of you being a helicopter parent and overprotecting. Uh, and I don't believe in that. I believe that kids need to learn some things, you know, and you should be there to guide them and uh, all that. But there's going to be people dressing up in scary costumes on Halloween. This is what it is. Um, but there's a couple other things I kind of want to touch on today. Uh, first off, did you guys know that Halloween is originally a Christian holiday? I didn't know that. I always just kind of assumed it was one of those holidays that is like a leftover pagan holiday that, uh, for one reason or another, we've kind of adapted into our modern culture and put its own spin on it. And all that's kind of true. That's all kind of true. Uh, I will make sure to put it in the show notes or in the description if, if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, the, the podcast, Despite Popular Belief, has a cool episode that I remember from, I think, last Halloween, maybe the Halloween before, uh, specifically talking about the history of Halloween and its roots in uh, the Christian church. Um, I don't want to talk too much about that uh, because I don't want to grossly misquote him or uh, tell you something completely wrong. I don't want to do that. But what I remember is that it was originally a Christian holiday, and 
some of that stuff is still a part of what we're doing. Um, and the main reason I bring that up is because when I'm talking about all this stuff, when I'm talking about horror movies, when I'm talking about trick-or-treating, when I'm talking about dressing up, there are some Christians who just don't get it. I don't know if I necessarily knew any of these people growing up. Because uh, my church always did Halloween parties uh, where the kids would all dress up and have candy and play games. My church has always did that. But I know that there are Christians who exist who just straight up don't celebrate Halloween. Uh, and I would say that, sure, the, the, whatever the modern version is, uh, version of Halloween is, whatever that is, is obviously not the same thing as the, uh, the Christian holidays of old. It's not the same thing. Most people don't even know that Halloween was originally a Christian holiday. Uh, go listen to, <laughs> despite popular beliefs, uh, episode about that. Again, I'll have it in the show notes. He uh, explains it way better than I could uh, because he uh, probably researched it way more than uh, most people ever would. Um, but I don't know. Is there something I am missing? I guess is maybe maybe a good question there to, um, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can leave a comment and then uh, you can always reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram at the Godly Fathers Podcast to let me know. But am I missing something? Is there maybe a reason that kids shouldn't celebrate Halloween if you're a Christian. Because I understand that it's dark and it's creepy and it's spooky, uh, but is there, you know, it's all make-believe, you know? It's a, I mean, would we have Halloween, the Halloween of today, if it weren't for the fall? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but, you know, I, at a certain point, you have to think of like, there probably is a line, but where is the line of it's just make-believe, it's just entertainment? Where do you draw that line? I know where I emotionally draw that line. Again, I don't like slasher films. I don't see the point. But if there's a movie that is scary or creepy and it has a good story, am I not allowed to enjoy that as a Christian? And that's something I've been kind of thinking about a little bit. Like, am I not supposed to enjoy this. I'll give you a recent example. Last night, I just watched the movie Barbarian. Now, in my defense, <laughs> if I had known how it ended, I, I, I maybe wouldn't have watched it. Um, but the trailers were vague. The descriptions were vague. The reviews were good. And I was like, that's, you know, that's cool because I like a movie that's going to surprise me. I like a movie with twists. I like a good story. And uh, horror traditionally gets really bad reviews. So if a horror movie gets a good review, I'm thinking, okay, the people who are traditionally reviewing movies, even they probably kind of like this movie. So it's probably worth watching. And it was not anywhere near the kind of gore fest that I was scared it was going to be. Uh, thank God, because I wouldn't have liked it at all. And it was kind of a fun watch. But it is has very disturbing imagery. Um, and I can, I can use some kind of excuse, right? Of I didn't know. I didn't know that I was going to go there, which is true. I didn't. Um, and I didn't know the, the degree of the, the filth of human nature that is depicted in that. But is there a certain point at which it's healthy? Is there a certain point at which fear is healthy? And I think the answer to that is yes. Where do we draw that line? I specifically want to get back to this with with children because this is a parent, supposed to be a parenting podcast, not more. 
I'm doing a lot of self-reflection here. I'm doing a lot of questioning myself, and I would love to know what you guys have have to say about that, uh, because this is a recent thing I've been thinking about. So I'd love to know what you guys think. But I was thinking about horror, quote unquote, in the in the sense of children's entertainment. And really, the extent that I think it can go is like Scooby-Doo and maybe Tim Burton. And even with Tim Burton, I think it's a stretch. And uh, it depends on the movie and it depends on the kid. My wife and I have been just watching a ton of Scooby-Doo the last few days uh, and in and, and varying time frames. We've watched a lot of the original show from the late 60s, early 70s. We watched a lot of that. We watched a lot of the more recent uh, made for like straight to DVD ones from like the 2000s. Uh, we watched a couple of the uh, movies that I remember from when um, like the late 90s, like a lot of those. Uh, I meant to get around to watching the live action Scooby-Doo movies again, because in my mind, those are a lot darker, like from 2002, 2004. In my head, those are darker. And maybe those are like, yeah, maybe don't let a, a young, young kid watch these. Um, but Scooby-Doo is kind of like, as far as it gets, right, for kids maybe. And maybe there's some other stuff that I don't remember. But that's kind of where I, I could kind of see that being as far as it goes. Um, and I I think the other thing that I specifically wanted to think about in in this episode today, and again, I kind of apologize that this is such a like self uh, reflection kind of episode. I'm doing a lot of, I'm just kind of thinking out loud and, you know, again, uh, leave a comment, send me a message, whatever. But what are we thinking about the safety of kids when it comes to Halloween? Cause again, uh, most people who are, you know, going around scaring kids in their costumes, none of them mean harm. They're just being goofy. They're just in the Halloween spirit for better or worse. They're not going to hurt your kids. There's no harm, no foul. Uh, I think the, uh, I apologize for all the sniffling. I've had a terrible cold for like a week and I'm just now getting over it. Uh, (laughs) but I was thinking about, you know, we live in a really scary world. There are bad people. There are people who do want to hurt your kids. There are people who mean harm. I think that's a very small percentage of people. But if you think about Halloween, it's kind of a good opportunity for those people to come out. So what do we do about it as parents? Well, I mentioned at the beginning that my parents always went with my siblings and I trick-or-treating. They were always with us. We were always close to home. If we got separated from our parents, we knew where to look. We knew how to get home. And I think that's important. More recently, uh, I've seen a lot more or a lot less trick-or-treating, and a lot more trunk-or-treating. And I think a lot of why that has happened, so for I guess for anyone who doesn't know, trunk-or-treating is when, uh, like, it'll happen at a church or a school or whatever, and they will have uh, the back of parents' vehicles open, and you'll go, the kids will walk from the back of their minivan or whatever to the next minivan, and they'll decorate it. It's fun. Uh, and I think part of why that has become more popular is the safety thing. I think uh, social media has really elevated, uh, how, brought to the attention of more people how messed up the world is and how there are bad people out there. Um, is it any 
worse than it was when our our parents, you know, they would go trick-or-treating and they would go door-to-door without their parents with them. Is that any worse now from when I was a kid? I don't know. Um, I don't have the, uh, the crime information. I would assume that at least a good chunk of it is just the access of social media and having the news on our phones and basically getting information right away, not having to wait for it. But I don't know. Uh, I think you, I think the kids might lose a little bit of the fun and a little bit of the excitement from doing it at a trunk or treat at four in the afternoon. <laughs> I think that's a lot uh, less fun in, in, at least in some ways, as opposed to actually trick or treating house to house uh, in, in the neighborhoods that they live or neighborhoods of their friends. I think there is something that gets lost there, but at the end of the day, we have to put our, our kids first. We have to put our kids safety first. And, um, so I get it. So I don't have a definitive answer to what you're supposed to do with your kid, uh, in that situation. Like, are you supposed to, uh, do trunk or treat instead of trick or like traditional trick or treating door to door? I don't know. I, I don't know if that necessarily matters, but I think it, especially until they're at a certain age, they always have to be with other people and especially you. Uh, if your kids are young, you have to be with them. Uh, I have seen and heard about parents just, they'd be like, ah, yeah, go have fun. And that just blows my mind. I am not going to let my five-year-old kid wander around in the neighborhood. I'm not going to do that. And even if they're with their friends, you know, it's like, that doesn't make any sense. You're, you, a five-year-old is not any safer <laughs> in the presence of a bunch of other five-year-olds. Like they, they have no sense of self-preservation or very little sense of self-preservation. Uh, if they get lost, they probably know their way home, but that you don't know that. Like, so I think in that sense, it's really important that you go with your kids. Uh, it, 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 you know, maybe when they get to like middle school age, I don't know. I was homeschooled. <laughs> I don't know when it's not cool anymore to trick or treat. I don't know what the answer is there. Um, so maybe they're not trick-or-treating anymore by the time they get to middle school. But, uh, if, if they are, maybe that's at an age where it's like, all right, if you're staying here and you're with these people at all times, leave your phone on, maybe you can go out more, whatever, without us. Maybe. I don't know. That also might just depend on where you live. If you live in a quiet neighborhood where nothing happens, and the worst thing that happens is uh, someone got a speeding ticket leaving town. Like, that's kind of where I live now. I live in a small town. Nothing really happens here. The cops are bored out of their mind. They will pull you over for going five over the speed limit because there's nothing else to do. There's no crime here. In that case, maybe, yeah, it, maybe it's okay. Uh, but if you live in somewhere where a lot of bad stuff is just happening all the time, Maybe that's a, the option for where trunk or treat makes a lot more sense than traditional trick or treating. Um, but also, uh, trunk or treating seems kind of fun because you get to decorate the back of your car. I don't know. Uh, that's something I might not have to think about immediately because I'm not going to take my uh, my not even one year old trick or treating next year. I don't think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, maybe we'll go to some kind of family Halloween event. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's kind of all I had for you guys today. I'm doing a lot of self reflecting. I'm doing, asking a lot of questions. Uh, I hope uh, some of this was also uh, information for you to process. Uh, again, check out uh, Despite Popular Belief. It's a good podcast just in general. Uh, it, the, specifically, the couple episodes he's done uh, talking about church history uh, and then getting into Halloween history. Really cool stuff. But yeah, 
asking the big questions. Is it okay to like horror movies? Is it okay to celebrate Halloween? Is it okay to let your kids go out and trick or treat? (coughs) Again, I'm sorry that I have a cold. (laughs) I'm, I'm finally feeling okay. I've had the time, theoretically, the last several days to record this episode, and I just haven't felt good. Uh, this is the first day I've kind of felt okay in the last week or so. So pray for me. <laughs> uh, pray for us, uh, because, because by the time the next episode comes out, with this being a bi-weekly podcast, uh, there's a good chance that by the time uh, the next episode comes out, my daughter will have arrived into the into the world with the rest of us. Uh, so it's going to be a uh, really stressful time for us, but it's going to be a really exciting time. So keep us in your prayers, especially my wife. Uh, she is a trooper. She is doing so great, uh, but I'm sure she could appreciate any kind of support you can send. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit subscribe. If you want to be here for YouTube, uh, mate, head on over here. Uh, leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Reach out to us on uh Instagram and Facebook at the Godly Fathers podcast. Uh, and uh, this is especially the episode for that because I'm mostly thinking out loud here in this episode. I'm mostly just thinking out loud. I'm processing my thoughts and my feelings about Halloween in the bigger picture of morality and uh, godliness. (laughs) But Maybe you guys haven't thought about that yet, and then now you guys can think about it too. Or if you have thought about it, maybe you kind of have a yes or no in some of these in some of these uh, areas. Uh, if you want to support, uh, show notes, lots of ways to support there. You can donate to the podcast. You can support me directly on Patreon. Uh, you can check out my other YouTube channels. I have a music one that I don't post on very often anymore. Sorry. I have a YouTube uh, Geek and Seek that's uh, Magic the Gathering stuff. We have a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, and then uh, you can check out my band Tundra. A lot of ways to support. Check out the show notes. And again, I'll uh, remember to put that Despite Popular Belief uh, episode in the show notes as well. I hope that this rambling, not very well thought out, <laughs> self-reflection episode was somewhat helpful for you. Uh, I hope you guys have a great couple of weeks. I look forward to checking in with you guys again. And until next time, God bless you. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Godly Fathers Podcast. If you'd like to support the show, head over to anchor.fm slash the Godly Fathers Podcast to make a donation. Make sure to follow our podcast and leave a positive review as well as share it with a friend who you think might like it. You can keep up to date with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Godly Fathers Podcast. The song used in the intro and outro of this podcast is The Pit by my band Tundra. And until next time, have a great couple of weeks and uh, God bless.